Welcome to the Vice of Issues, the Foul Mouth Spoiler Filled Comic Book Podcast where we talk about comic books. I'm Sly. I'm Ryan. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. Happy New Year! Yeah, it's 2099, guys. We made it. Whoa, yeah. whoa. We skipped a lot of years. Oh, shit. What, what year is it? Well, it's because 2017 felt like 80 years. Oh, and yeah. it was 80 years. Yeah. <laughs> Now we're now we're in a utopian future, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> well, now that it's a new year, uh, I thought we should be looking towards the future and like what promises it'll bring. <laughs> so we're going to look uh, towards eighty years in the future, towards twenty nine ninety nine, Marvel twenty ninety nine, when Marvel in the nineties was trying to have new futuristic versions of all the superheroes. <laughs> Some of you might know Spider Man two thousand ninety nine. He's been like in the video games and stuff recently, mm-hmm. but we're doing Punisher two thousand ninety nine, the punisheriest Punisher of all. <laughs> So I've never read any 2099, and I assume Phil and Daryl haven't I, either. I have not. No, I've never even seen. I didn't know this existed. <laughs> Daryl, have you ever heard of this before? Yeah, I've actually read every 2099 comic there is. Because <laughs> you know me, Death's Head in 2099. No, I haven't read anything. <laughs> Only Death's Head. So Sly, why did you pick Punisher? Uh, so I picked Punisher for multiple reasons. Uh, one, uh, it was one of the first comics I've ever read in my life. <laughs> Uh, I feel like every comic I, yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say I feel like we end up reading an edgelord book and you're like did you know this was my first comic ever <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's why we have the comic to do because Brian's like I never heard of someone talked about this anymore but I'm like I read it when I was a kid and it's great fuck you Ryan I feel I picture Sly like as like a little kid he looks exactly the same he still has like a beard and everything and he goes into a comic shop with like he only has, like, $2, so he can only get, like, books from, like, the nickel bin. So his whole his whole childhood is just, like, the most garbage stuff. <laughs> hey, you take that back. <laughs> That's what I picture. Okay. I'm not saying that literally happened. <laughs> well, you picture a garbage human being buying garbage books. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, and number... A D-Gen. <laughs> yeah. And we'll get, we'll get into the other reasons as we go along, but basically, this I think this is a very... This is one of the best comics I've ever read in my life. Uh, this is gonna be spoilers. Gonna be my comics of 2018. I love it. Um, it's one of the best comics I've ever made, and we'll get into it. So we're doing the first six issues, right? This went on for yeah. kind of a while. Yeah, this went on for like 30 issues. 30 like, years. 30 years. 30 years. Before we get into the actual book, uh, we should get into the creative team, uh, mainly the writer, uh, Pat Mills. And this is just to give you some context of who, what. what this book really is because a lot of people read this book on the surface level and they're like, okay, it's it's a dumb 90s book. But the writer, Pat Mills, he's known as the godfather of uh, British comics. I've never heard of him, the other writer, Tony Skinner, or the artist, Tom Morgan. These Tony are all Skin- new to me. Well, th- that's why you're you're fucking scrub and we're glad where I'm on the show because I actually know <laughs> fucking history. Brian called himself a fucking fan. He always he knows fucking mainstream comics, like 2000 onwards, and he's like, I'm a fucking fan. He doesn't know about his fucking history, what... This guy fucking created 2000 AD, one of the longest running comic books in history, and longest running British comic in history. It's where uh, Judge Dredd was created. He helped co create Judge Dredd. Oh, I got that kind of vibe. That's a similar vibe, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, uh, and uh, he also has one of his other. He's, he's not very uh, uh, successful in American comics. He hasn't had many successful American comics. But one of his few uh, successful American comics was Martial Law. And if you don't know what that is, it was in the 80s. It was basically the boys before the boys. It was basically a very uh, brutal 
parody of superheroes and martial law is a, super, is, a, is a man sent by the government to hunt down rogue superheroes. And one of the superheroes he hunts down is a Superman ripoff who rapes and kills hookers. So it Sounds great. Yeah, but like... <laughs> I, f- I feel like that that statement has been said multiple times before <laughs> to the point where it's just like, it's very like trite. Like, oh yeah, the Superman <laughs> that rapes and kills. Well, it's yeah. very common in comic books, but... Um, I think that's important to uh, clarify before we get to this and you take it straight, which I think Daryl was taking this entire time based on what he was posting on <laughs> the wall saying, I don't get this. This punishment makes no sense. And uh, I also want to clarify Judge Dredd, he was created, he was created as, as a response to Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry came out just around that time and Judge Dredd was created uh, as a way to show... People are saying, oh, Dirty Harry is so cool. Imagine if you just say, fuck the law, and you kill people. It's so cool. Judge was created uh, uh, as a response saying, this is, this is how stupid mentality is, you fucking idiots. Like, absolute <laughs> law and order. Like, uh, going against uh, people's rights and shit and trying to do, you know, make things in black and white. Like, oh, people are scum, you punk. Uh, it's shitty. It's a shitty way to live. And it's important because Punisher was created along that wave. Punisher was created, like, years before. But he didn't become popular uh, until the wave that made like Dirty Harry knockoffs uh, popular, the, basically the eighties. And Punisher, if you, re- I have the first trade of the first Punisher comic. It was written by like early Punisher comics were written by conservatives. And the first Punisher trade I have, one of the first trade ever published, it has the editorial an editorial monologue in the background in the back pages, basically uh, saying uh, Punisher, the sense of Punisher, sense of Dirty Harry is basically a sign that the liberals were wrong. Uh, we're not products of our environment. We're not products of society. People are just scum, and uh, regular everyday Americans are sick and tired of uh, fucking the law, the courts, and liberals telling us otherwise. The media and the courts telling us otherwise. We want to have good old-fashioned justice. Good old-fashioned justice. Uh, crime punishment, uh, tough like Texas justice. That's what you want. And so now you take the creator of Judge Dredd, who's, who thought that was stupid, and uh, now you give him a Punisher book to write, and this is the result. And now let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it begins as any good future story starts with some guy being chased down the street by surgeons that want to harvest his organs. And he goes to yeah, call street the... surgeons. Yeah. Street surgeons. <laughs> he goes to call the police, but he didn't pay his monthly police bill, like the protection yes. payment plan. Police so... are private organizations, universe. He said he said, I'll pay I'll pay you Friday and they're like, Oh, we'll send an officer over on Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, there's so many one liners in this like and they're like this transaction's terminated and the street surgeons are like just like you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have to say that Sly, I think I think you're going to like that I really like this book. Yes! I and also, I, I also yes. love this too. From the beginning, I was like, because I've recently, like over the last year, had many, many arguments with like super conservatives about how having a police department is socialism and they should shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I really, I always like when that, like, conservative, like, Ayn Rand philosophy is pushed all the way to its extreme, where, like, even people are, like, getting cut up on the streets and their organs harvested and the cops are like, you didn't pay your bill. Yeah. And, like, I think that this satire is always relevant because we're always going to be having this argument about how, like, socialism is bad, except the stuff we have is doesn't count because I don't want it to. The good socialism we have is, is good socialism. It's like that. It's, it's that debate of, like, how, how far can privatization work for certain things? And, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this, is the, this is the universe where literally everything... And at the beginning, I, I had one of those problems where I do with a lot of universes where I'm like, oh, this can't exist, though, because happy people going to the zoo just can't... It can't exist in the same world where... People, people are getting killed on the street. Yeah, constantly. But it's like you have to just be like, this is silly and it's okay. 
It's so over the top that I don't think you can really analyze exactly. Yeah, it's too over the top. Not only that, but usually these kind of dystopias have a nice side of town where everything's perfect and a bad side of town where everything's terrible. And, like, they mentioned throughout the whole time, like, how does he live here? This is, like, where all the bad people live. That's true. And, like, having this super privatized society where the rich people can be happy and go to the park and everything is great and they don't worry about it does fit with a world where the ghetto has street surgeons and it's just that like, a lot of the bad guys police. the villains in this are rich people some of them like yeah. they 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 can just go to the nice part of town shoot people in the head and then say <laughs> yeah. i'm yeah, rich and mean, the cops clean it up <laughs> no they go to the rich they like the the punishers oh yeah you're right story. Like, they don't go to the rich part of town yeah that's fair yeah. that's fair and also i think it's also uh in uh like dirty harry and like uh like duff wish like that they always have like regular people walking around, but the, the the way they show the societies are so broken down and shitty that it's the same kind of question. Like they show like such characters of humanity, like raping and killing people on the streets, like with no one's stopping them, but the people are still going by on their daily lives in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. So these guys are cutting this one guy up, and then Punisher shows up with it. He's got like a uh, body armor. He's got these power boots. He's got a power bat. And then he's also holding in one hand like a laser rifle, and the other hand he's got an old-fashioned uh, 54 caliber Magnum, which yeah. I thought was really funny. It's like showing up with like an assault rifle in one hand and then just an old-timey musket in the other. <laughs> well, people, people still use 1800s uh, guns sometimes, like late 1800s. Hmm. Like the 1911 is from 1911, and people still can use, it. Still kills people. Also, Dirty Harry uses a Magnum, so it must be the best gun ever made. Also, it is a kind of a trope in fantasy sometimes that like real bullets like the laser guns are easily distracted uh distracted easily stopped by like shields easily distracted. And stuff. you talk to them and they're like what, what, how's the weather like and they're like oh i forgot i'm supposed to shoot you Bye. yeah they got I, i'm positive that he got this from dune like that people, yeah people wear laser shields that block fast moving things so you have to use like knives oh yeah or, yeah definitely they got that like, even like the first mmo i ever played like fantasy star online like the best weapons are bullets because they like don't like cauterize wounds or anything like that they just like rip people apart oh yeah oh god get me off this <laughs> podcast <laughs> D- daryl this is daryl's lip side showing again he's like we're talking about guns and shit and he's like i hate this i hate this all <laughs> yeah. no i'm not saying it's good but i think like there is i'm saying it's good that Ryan, is a trope great. it's fucking great when you cauterize, <laughs> that, don't that cauterize is a, <laughs> that is a trope that in a futuristic <laughs> yeah. fantasy they still have bullets with their laser guns yeah and, and his power bat can simulate any kind of like uh sturdiness yeah, so that so it, it can go from rubber to like a to iron and he always keeps it at iron because he has no reason for it to go lower <laughs> yeah i always love he always says his exact same line too he always he always explains the saying it can imitate any type of material i never use a lower setting stone and just hits him with a fucking bat <laughs> yeah. yeah and like just... bashes this guy's brains in it's like jesus punisher yeah, yeah he really kills these guys right away so then it cuts to the police, and they're like, oh, who's this puncher? He has a face scrambler, which gives his, it's like, so stupid. face this stupid I, I love that. Skull. That's so no, fucking cool. So as a skull, as a, a digitized skull over his face. And How is that not cool, face. that he can yeah. wear something that all cameras pick up as a skull over his face? <laughs> That's fucking awesome. It's fucking what awesome. happens when they do crack it? Like, shouldn't he just be wearing a mask just yeah, in case? Definitely. Well, the so you'll never crack it, because he's fucking, that's how good a hacker he is, bro. People are seeing his face everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucking stupid. It's just funny. <laughs> All right, and then the police are like, oh, we got to catch this guy. And a guy comes in to help catch them, and it's the Punisher. He's like, oh, I'll get him. Don't, don't worry. And he he's, walks he's in, and it's so clearly that he's the Punisher. Yeah. He's got, like, this tiny head on this giant it's body. Same, yeah. It's the same color scheme as he wears the Punisher. And his name, Jake Gallows. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. So he good. looks like he looked like, like Jake Gallows looked exactly like fucking Frank Castle by the way. I thought I was yeah. I thought this was gonna be Frank Castle. That's why I said Jake Gallows. I'm like, is this another guy? Like 
because I'm like this camp. Like, I I didn't realize like 2099 was like a new set of heroes. I thought it might have been yeah, it's a new some, set of heroes. I don't know, but uh, it'll be relevant because I think uh, Jake Gallows is better than Frank Castle. <laughs> It starts listing, like, all the absolutely crazy things that have happened in the society that Punisher stopped. Like, these winged men that drop kids from the sky for fun. That Punisher yeah, and, flies and they're called Black Carters. In the future, if you have a high enough credit rating and you pay off the police, they're like, oh, you paid your due to society. You can kill more kids. <laughs> yeah. you, so, you know those memes where it's like, use your phone's auto autofill to make sentences? All of the, like, concepts in this book are that. Whereas here's a bunch of words. Like, this yeah. guy's a techno shaman. A techno shaman. <laughs> And puts a chaos program into the Midgard hospital computer. <laughs> that's like it's like Shadowrun. It's like Shadowrun. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. actually this, true. This is very cyberpunk. Uh, this whole future. Yeah, yeah, is, which it's... I did not expect. I expected more dystopian stuff. Not like there's also magic here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like literally, like like Daryl said, there's a virus that went into the hospital that fried that boiled everyone's blood. It's like what yeah. the fuck? And so... to punish him, they gave him like an injection to take 15 years off his life. And they're like, that was it. We got him, right? The police got him. Job's over. But no, this Punisher wasn't happy with that. We had to go and fucking kill this guy. What the fuck? I think this concept is really cool. That yeah. instead of locking you up for 15 years, they give you an injection that ages your body 15 years. So you're just like closer to death. <laughs> but they're like, oh, what's what, what does Punisher want more than death? Like, we, we settled the case with that guy. Yeah. No, but he wasn't dead. Yeah. yeah, and then there's also a, a apartment that burns down that has degens in them. So they're like, you know how degens are, too dumb to escape. So they're like, we don't care. But then Punisher bashes the guy that set the apartment building on fire. And also they say they say um, he's like, I know it's a bit out of line, but he was technically within the law. They have no rights. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I know it seems a bit extreme, but like technically he was doing the right thing. Like, it's now, not only it. not only that, he takes the arsonist, he brings it to an ATM, and he's like, D donate all your money to the Degen Fund. <laughs> and the guy's like, I don't want to. And he's like, you have to, or I'm gonna kill you. And he pours <laughs> like lighter fluid all over him. And then he's like, fine, I did it. Are you gonna let me go? And he's like, nah, just kidding. No. <laughs> and what's great is the police telling the story is like. It turns out that lighter fluid was just water, and they're like, "Whoa, he let him live." He's like, "No, he shot him in the head." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they do that like fake out, like it was just a trick, but then he kills him anyway. He I was like, "Afterwards," I was like, "This is awesome." <laughs> <laughs> and then they, also, all the cops are like, "I wonder why he's doing this. Like, is it a corporation behind it? Maybe it's just a serial killer getting his jollies." Or, and then or Jake Gallows is like. Maybe he simply believes in justice, and they're like, "Say again, pardon me, sir. Like, Say like, what? what? Like, huh? Justice? Is that a, <laughs> what is that? Is that as, a bug? As if it wasn't obvious enough that he's the Punisher. He explicitly is like, here's his motivation. Yeah, and then he gets Punisher skulls in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, whenever they zoom in on his skulls, they show Punisher skulls, and he's like super angry, like fucking so yeah. mad about everything. And then he always refers to it so as Jake Gallows, I can't do anything, but as the Punisher, I can murder them. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have it in this story, but later on, he actually develops like a multiple personality, and he talks to Punisher. Like Jay Gal is like, Punisher, what should we do? And Punisher's like, we should kill them all. I don't know, it seems a little bit tough, Punisher. No, we should kill them all. Kill them all, Jake. <laughs> this book is awesome. <laughs> so then it it cut it cuts back to the the past with his family to show what happened to him to make him this way. And he goes to a zoo and he meets his mom and his brother and his uh, sister in law, and they're all and just the like, yeah, they're all having a good time talking about stuff about like a being part of the police force, how they want to go higher. And then there's this guy, what's his name, Kron? Kron, yeah. <laughs> and he's just this really wacky looking, like, um, yeah. it's like Doc from Back to the Future. Yeah, except he does, like, never met yeah. Marty. <laughs> he's yeah. basically Rick from Rick and Morty, where he's oh, like, yeah. you can't be happy, the universe doesn't make any sense. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is a happy family, the smiles, laughter, oh, uh, the lies. <laughs> yeah, and he has a microwave gun, so he starts shooting them, which like uh, instantly melts their insides. 
and Punisher starts firing back at them, but they they're like, "Oh, go for his legs!" So they shoot shoot his legs. So he falls on the ground. He has to watch his mother and his sister in law get uh, zapped and murdered in front of him. And and the sister was like, try, the sister in law was trying to argue, saying, "No." It's like you have an illness. Like we can help you. And he's like, "No, you guys have an illness. You have a family. What the fuck is wrong? Do you have a family? You know, families are fucked up. All you all you're doing is waiting for your family to reveal themselves to be shit. So I'm gonna yeah. kill you to spare you from this fucking life of hell that is a family." Uh, my favorite you. line in this whole scene, though, is he kills the whole family, and Jake is like, "Please kill me too." He goes, "Why? You don't have a family anymore. There's no reason to kill you." And he just <laughs> <Yeah>. leaves. <laughs> he just yeah. I'm gets you. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure you don't have a family. That's all I want to do. Sorry. Yeah. And then they, they arrest him, and then in court, he's like, the judge is like, oh, you paid your 22 mega dollars, and <laughs> yeah. you're, you're going to get micro brain surgery to correct your antisocial behavior. And Kron is like, oh, like, oh wow, human life is cheap. I pay more for the suit. And he's like bragging to Jake <laughs> yeah. in the stands. And so yeah, and he's like, like, don't worry about it. Look, Jake, you'll forget about it in a month. Ha ha ha. And then, and then he, then uh, Jake freaks out and starts trying to choke him, and everyone's like acting like Jake's like crazy, like whoa, Jake, you're out of lines. Yeah, he, he paid his twenty two mo- mega dollars. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, he's like, oh, you're, you're out of line. This guy paid, and Jake's like, I'll make him pay. I'll make you pay. And they're like, Jake, yeah. you're breaking the law. Law, you call this law? And he's like, so then he goes home to where he has a bunch of guns because he's been setting it up with his like flamboyant roommate, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who Matt is. He just hangs out the whole time and like invents stuff that Punisher uses. Yeah, Matt is like, uh, he's kind of like uh, the microchip from uh, Frank Castle, but they don't really develop who he is. He's just a guy that uh, Jake hangs out with, but they do explain that, I do, I do think he's part of the police force because they say they find yeah. the Punisher War Journal together, so, mm-hmm. in the police records. Yeah, I think he's just like police research guy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they do find the Punisher's uh, War Journal, and that, I think this premise is just cool on its own. The fact that, because uh, if, you, if you ever read a regular Punisher comic, Punisher writes down everything he ever does in his war journal, and the comics have been called by like, Punisher War Journal and stuff like that. So, like, everything Punisher does is tallied. So here they actually have the Punisher War Journal show up, and Jake uh, finds finds it, and he reads it in the last page. Uh, is Frank Castle saying, whoever finds this, please carry on my work. And Jake's like, I will, Frank, I will. And he, <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. So, I actually like that idea a lot, too. He's, like, he's like inheriting the legacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then the, the next issue opens with his... Jake Gallows watching his family be sent off for uh, the Viking, the pu- the funeral pyre. Oh, yeah. There's one thing I want to talk about in in this book. I think it's really cool. Me too. I was going to say that too. The religion really is they all worship Thor, like, as their god. And, like, having a future world where, like, because Th- Thor is literally a god. Having yeah. it be the religion is, like, pretty cool. And, like, they wear, they, they look like gold crosses, but they're little hammers as necklaces. Mm-hmm. And like Frank and Frank Jake is like I'm not. Uh, he's like I'm not religious, but my family was. So like there is all this like around his house. There's like Thor memorabilia. Yeah. Like, or like is that what it's called in church? I guess so. <laughs> memorabilia. <laughs> I- iconography. Yeah. There's like this just underlying just in the background. I don't know if this is from other 2099 books. Uh, did, but... did this, this was a premise. Like this, it was just like another reason why old man like sucks. The idea that that, that there'll be a religion around superheroes coming back. Was a 2099 concept, and Thor was like the, they believe like Thor will be a uh, comeback and uh, respark the new age of heroes. Like that was part of the religion. Uh, I do like how they do with Jake because Jake they have his mother be religious, but he's not. So it's yeah. kind of like the like the he's like a, a, a lapsed Christian kind of thing. And yeah, I do like when they bring that up. Dorian or <laughs> yeah, yeah lapsed Dorian. <laughs> but yeah, and I just think that that like it's not really like a main theme at all. But it's just I just think it's a really cool idea, and it's handled. Yeah. Just as like world building, not as like a whole yeah, plot crush. When they first when he first talked to his mother and she's like, You remember to honor like Thor's Day, right? I'm like, Oh, that's weird that they're like 
believing in Norse mythology, but then it clicked with me that Thor's a Marvel superhero. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, they actually saw okay. Thor walking around. They have footage of Thor walking around. Like, if that, if, like, would you not believe like he'll come back and be your god? Like, if yeah. that was the case, yeah, I guess. So, um, after this happens, Kron goes to an amusement park full of children in this anti-grav chamber. And this <laughs> yeah. is, like, this is really haphazard, like, <laughs> Yeah. But there's just like, like any lever you can pull forward or back to stop the gravity. So he goes up there and he just pulls it off so the children yeah. start falling. And then the Punisher has to go over and save them. And he says, like, oh, he says, like, I'm doing them a favor, Punisher. Don't you get it? As he's running away, Kron's yeah. saying, uh, children should be brought to this terrible world. They shouldn't have to deal with their families. Like, ew, the fucking families. <laughs> it's so heavy-handed that Kron is from an abusive household. Yeah. Like, <laughs> every time he shows up, he's like, my parents were scum. Did you know that parents are bad? Yeah, he's like, he's like, children are innocent and they should die that way. Yeah. Oh, no, he's like, I'll, live, I'll let them live the rest of their lives in innocence. All five seconds of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so so great. So then Punisher starts shooting at him, but he's like, nice shooting, Jake, but you're wasting your time because he has armor that reflects uh, lasers. Yeah. And so then after that, he just he uh, gets away. And, he's, and he also says, like, just so you know, it's one of those dumb scenes in a comic where he's like, you could fight me or you could see that kid falling behind you and save him. What are you going to do, mm-hmm. Jake? And then Jake, Jake, say, actually, Jake is saving the kid, but he's trying to do both. He's trying to murder Kron, at, and he's like, "Look away, kid!" I say, "Murder this guy." <laughs> and then the kid complains. He was like, "That wasn't fun. I deserve free rides." Yeah. Like, oh, God. Maybe he was right. They should be killed at this age. <laughs> and Kron, just to really drive home the theme, Kron's like, "You remember that surgery I was supposed to get that made me not a psychopath?" Well, turns out the surgeon was a black card. It was also a black card brother. So I just gave him some money, and then I didn't have to get the surgery. So I'm gonna keep killing families. Ha <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ha! I win again. <laughs> and then after that, it cuts to like the the true mastermind at work. It's this guy called Fear Master. Yeah, I want to just explain a little bit. Alchemax, it was like the like the big bad of this universe, and I, I think it's kind of cool that Marvel did this. They had like a set universe, and like each character interacted different ways off it. Uh, Kron's dad is actually a Spider-Man villain. He's kind of like the kingpin, uh, leader of Alchemax, and so uh, but, but uh, it's cool that they kind of had uh, Kron and Punisher and that guy in Spider-Man, and then you had like Doom fighting against uh, Tyler Stone on the corporate level in Doom 2099. And here you have uh, like Punisher's enemy in Alchemax, who's Fear Master. It's yeah. also they also mentioned in the first issue that Alchemax is the sponsor of the private police force. Yeah, he is. They, yeah. they, own, they own them. Mm-hmm. So they're like the standard kind of dystopia future, like corporation that owns everything. Yeah, and uh, here they they uh, they own them so much, like they ask the police, "I want you to reduce crime twenty percent." The police are like, "We we can't just do that. That's not how it works." And he's like, "You have to do it. Fuck you." Yeah. And then he goes to the a crime ma- a he, master. This this uh, crime master. This is the funniest he's, thing. He's, yeah, he's under capo multifractor from Cyber Nostra. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they and they also there's the idea of going to this weird like cyber fucking villain and just being like this guy that's like he's he's an athlete with hooves for feet now yeah yeah, yeah. and they're like they're, he's like excuse me i need you to do crime 20 percent more yeah, 20% <laughs> what's that more mean crime. 
they do actually they do explicitly say like you need to start moving drugs into this territory where there's no drugs right now that'll increase crime they, yeah they do explain but I still find it funny because the police chief is like that's not how this works like what like and then like it's still like a stupid concept on his face but like how do you measure funny. like how much crime yeah, you're exactly. doing yeah exactly exactly that's so weird that's that's why it's so funny that whole scene like he, uh, decrease crime 20% and then he goes to someone else increase crime 20% he's like I did <laughs> yeah. it I'm a great businessman yeah he explains yeah. to his assistant it's about uh, stimulation and then he also asked her to remove his glove on his <laughs> yeah, three-fingered hand. Yeah, this is the hand. weirdest fucking shit. <laughs> remove my glove. And she's like, no, please. But it, do- it doesn't show it. It saves it for later. Also, his yeah. glove only has four fingers. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, um, it's creepy. Then, they, do, they, they, they show him more and more and more, more, more. You might as well just explain him here. Like, his, his finger is, like, fucked up. It has, like, weird growths on it. Uh-huh. And uh, he can, like, touch women and trim it to statues. And, like, he touches, like, this girl who's, like, afraid of him. Uh, she uh, she tries to run away because she doesn't want to touch his hand anymore because he can make her touch his hand, which is like a, probably like an <laughs> allegory for creepy sex stuff. So like uh, he make he basically turns her leg into like bow, pure bone, so she can't run away anymore. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It's a cool power. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> his name is Fear Master. We call him Fear Master by the way. Fear Master is a fucking badass name. <laughs> <laughs> so now, so Jake gets back to his house, and this monologue I don't remember exactly what he says, but it's like. Getting stabbed and getting shot hurts, but you know what hurts most of all? Coming home to an empty house without <laughs> yeah, a family. Yeah. He has a bunch of stuff in their mind logs, and he's, he's just as over overall. I think my favorite one-liner of the whole book is at the very beginning that I forgot about until just now, when Punisher fights the, the street surgeons, and they're like, where did you learn your, your personal skills at butt-face charm school? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> And when they meet him, they're like, "Where'd you, where'd you get that hardware?" And he's like, "I'm the Punisher, and you're deadware." And, he just <laughs> and that's not the first time. In the, that's not the only time in these six issues where they they call each other deadware. By the way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so he goes home and he meets with his assistant buddy Matt, who says that he built him a or he got a motorcycle for him, which was like a police oh this God. prototype thing which does the most ridiculous thing it it can cloak itself and it can go 800 miles per hour but no <laughs> yeah. one will know it's there which is like and that's it's not ultimately it silent like a vehicle a four-ton vehicle driving past you at 800 miles per hour is gonna do more than just make a breeze also, also yeah. he's just gonna crash into the wall immediately every time <laughs> oh yeah like, no no but i think the car drives itself is the thing because still, it can't turn physically at that speed. <laughs> uh, Phil, it can break in five seconds from 800 miles per hour. <laughs> and then he would fucking die. <laughs> yeah, he'll die. Inertia. But uh, yeah. I love that they're like, this is the coolest bike. It's it's a stealth bike, and it goes 800 miles an hour, and it can stop in half a second. And then he goes, but I just want to make sure. It still shoots every gun imaginable and is invisible, right? And <laughs> yeah. Matt's like, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's so over the top, you just have to be like, okay, fuck it. (laughs) Oh yeah, it flies too. (laughs) So then he goes and he drives and stealths his way over to Kron. And And Kron's just eating a burger outside of a fucking burger. (laughs) (laughs) He just beats him up and shoots him a whole bunch. And then Kron's explaining, like, it's not my fault. I kill families because mine neglected me. They used me as a fashion accessory because it was trendy to have kids. And then they got a robot to like take care of me but the robot was stuck in vet mode so it treated him like a dog and made like him literally and, and Kron's like, I like how Kron's like you know it's like to be fit of a collar live on a kennel and be fit on dog meat and Punisher's like no but I know it's like for your family to be killed by a butcher of a sob story and just fucking he knifes him 
Yeah, because yeah. he's like, my my force field stops all kinetic energy, so when things are moving at a certain speed, they won't hurt me. As if he forgot that, like, knives exist. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, he's so like, uncommon. as long as I don't go too stab, I don't stab you too fast, it'll go in nice and neat, and he just fucking stabs him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. awesome. Okay, so the next issue opens up with someone is selling, like, street drugs, except it's VR drugs. No, it's total reality. <laughs> it's total reality, not virtual reality. Because virtual reality you, you cool. can't, like, log out of total reality. <laughs> the junkie's like, uh, I need I need a new issue, I need a new copy of Sky Blue 6 or something. <laughs> and she's like, she, he's like, uh, you have the money? And she's like, I don't have enough. And he's like, I'll, she's like, I'll sell you the deed to my parents' apartment, just give me <laughs> 1 through 20. I don't want to ever come out. And he's like, I got you. And his eyes are like these, like... R- really rain? red, warped eyes. Yeah. It's a really cool visual. Yeah. It is. And the, the puncher shows up in the, in the black ambulance. And the guy's like, black ambulance? No one, hears, no one here needs an ambulance, man. And puncher's like, wrong. He takes out his bat. <laughs> I love that, too. <laughs> so when whenever people are on drugs, it almost looks like a cartoon effect of, like, when you're hypnotized. Oh, yeah. Your eyes are all wavy. And it's just, it's a, I just think it's, it's really cool. Cause at first I thought it was like the goggles that they all had, but no, it's like an actual, like it's an actual drug. Also, he drives around in a black ambulance and that's, that's the, those are the ambulances that pick up black carters. Yeah. So no one has the authority to stop them. Or like the police say later, like if we pull over a black ambulance looking for Punisher and we, and a black carter on there dies, we're going to get like literally killed. Yeah. We're going to get defunded. Well, yeah. how could they die? Because the ambulance has a death support system. <laughs> yeah, that's what he has for this guy. He's like, what the fuck is this? It's a death support system. You try to escape and it kills you. And it's like all these knives and shit pointing out this guy's face. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so stupid. And syringe is like as dick. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, so he actually doesn't kill this guy. He beats him up and puts him in the ambulance, brings him to his house. And he brings him to what he says, Punishment Hotel. <laughs> and he's like, so what, he's like, what's Punishment Hotel? And he's like, it's a prison. And he's like, what's the prison? <laughs> This book's so dumb, God! So he says Punishment Hotel, and then he goes, what's a hotel? And he says, what's that? And he says, it's like a prison. And then he goes, what's a prison? And Punisher goes, it's like a hotel that you can't leave. <laughs> uh, I will say that uh, prison is kind of like a modern thing. Like, prisons didn't exist for most of human history. Maybe they'll stop existing in the future. Yeah, maybe it's like only a thing we take for granted that they'll exist and people will be punished for their crimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's, not, it's not about being punished. It's like the idea that you... You're gonna pay to lock someone in a a room for fucking twenty years, <laughs> yeah. like that. That is a kind of weird thing. Yeah, it is. Really, yeah. It's really, especially more like now. Like, if you have like Norway and shit like that, who like try to rehabilitate the prisoners instead and give them like. Or in the good old days, you fucking exile them. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why I was confused about with this. Is it seems like the goal should be rehabilitation, not just punishment for the sake of like some yeah. sort of like sadistic justification. I mean, we could get on and on with the problem with the prison system in America, but I think that's maybe a conversation for No, but then Punisher's, like, the hero of this comic is supporting it. It's like, this is actually the correct thing but I think that's, I think that's the irony, good. because, like, the, 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 the justice system is fucked up in the future. Like, you just have credit cards. But he's like, the way they did in the past was right. We just lock him in the box for, for years on end, and that's a good way to have justice. That's true justice. Which is this super is, this is messed up, too, because this guy was peddling drugs, and he has 20 years in, in this yeah, like, in prison. It's so stupid. It's like... It's, I think it's supposed to be to show how stu- stupid even our modern justice system is when yeah. the punch is trying to go back to. But 
my favorite part though is he's like, you're gonna get locked in here, and it, you're automatically gonna get fed every week, and <laughs> I'll ref, I'll re, no, every day and every week I'll refill your food, and they're like, well, what happens? He's like, you're always fighting these guys. What if you get killed? He goes, oh, easy answer, you also die. All <laughs> yeah. people in prison die. <laughs> uh, I agree with you that's stupid, but we have to also live in this crazy world where people are not rehabilitatable. Like, <laughs> they're like they're fucking like sociopaths everyone yeah. all the criminals yeah. in this are crazy I mean, I that's that's part of my problem with a lot of comics sometimes is you turn your people evil to be like see isn't this like a necessary system yeah, yeah but, that, but that, yeah. that's the thing that uh, like, I, like i said i think this is a, a parody like i didn't say it's a parody but i think it's parody. i think this has to be a parody yeah and uh, i think it's a parody of punisher because punisher has uh world they show the, the streets like this they show people as over the top as this in the same way that 80s action movies usually show really hopelessly lost cities and the only way to yeah. stop them is a one blown man coming out of a gun is, I've, I've criticized that in other comics where it's like these just people with like mohawks in the street like licking knives ready to like shank any but like in a superman present day comic it's different than this where we're yeah, just the like yeah, just, the premise is this yeah. also to speak of sociopaths a punch in sociopath himself because they have a, <laughs> uh, they set up a new electric chair like a new molecular disintegration rate uh, attached to a chair that, and Matt's like I don't like this <laughs> Yeah, Matt's like, Matt's like, I don't like it, but I set it up. We only, we only have enough energy to five person once a week. And Punch is like, what if we stack them all on top of each other? So he just laugh. And Matt's like, you're joking, right? And he's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and essentially, like, this was the, they say this was used for capital punishment before it was outlawed. And it, yeah. di it disintegrates you. Now coming up is my favorite scene in the whole book. <laughs> Well, first of all, at the police station, the police psychologist is on to him. Carrie, yeah. And Jake is training, and he's like, hey, everybody, great day. How <laughs> and he's, like, super happy. And she's like, what? Like, this is really weird. His family was just killed, and he's just, you know, he seems pretty normal. And they're like, what do you want from a lady? You want him to cry like a pussy? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that for me and saying it from them. Yeah. I, I love how, uh, I love this whole thing, because it's like, it's like a joke. The only sensible character is this one a psychologist is the one woman in the police force and she's like I think he has probably he should have fucking yeah coming PTSD or something or like he should want revenge it seems like he's the type of person that would want to punish people yeah she's like, she's like she's, she she's literally spends two pages going over his entire motivation she's like I would think after his family was killed he would like get someone who's really good at tech and they would yeah. create an arsenal and they would go out and kill people just like his the guy who killed his family was just killed by the I like that she says that he he'd see all crime as personal attacks on him that need retribution. Because so I'm like, I, that really is how the Punisher operates, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. Is. But basically, uh, she she's like the, she's she's like the only smart character in the whole police force. Like she has like suggestions, like how do we track down the punch? Maybe we should use a black ambulance. And they're, they're all like, "No, that's stupid, you stupid bitch." Uh, <laughs> of course, we can't. The thing that really weird to me though is like you're right that she's smart, but she's actually not smart for this world because when she's like, "Oh, he would have like you know trauma," like apparently not. Apparently, people in this world don't experience this stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's really weird that no, but Punisher is experiencing this stuff. Everything of him when he's killing people, he looks manic and crazy and out there. Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking crazy. No, but I'm saying he had a mental break from this, though. Like he snapped. I think he did snap. Where... He's fucking punished right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did. He, I'm saying, I'm saying he did, and she's she's saying he would have done that. But apparently, no one else in this universe. Would oh, you're, you're saying he's trauma. right. She'll be right for normal people, and not for everyone else. Like <laughs> she, would, yes, she would be right in a world that normal people lived in. But in this 2099 universe, it seems like people don't have feelings. <laughs> I, I do think I do think it's, it's supposed to be like extreme anti empathy. Where uh, oh, what are, you, what are you so mad about, Jake? We, the guy paid his credit card fee. Like, what's the big deal? Yeah, like that wouldn't that's just that's, those aren't normal. I know, but I think because like, look at the, how much lack of empathy you have nowadays. Like, no, uh, no, I don't know. Don't, don't apply. This I don't think. Story I, just, 
Yeah, I don't think that would also, ever be. I have a humans. question. What is her job, like, as a psychologist? No, but, like, what does she do? Because she's like, hey, this guy's whole family was murdered, like, a week ago. Shouldn't he be kind of sad? And the, like, the commissioner is like, oh, you people, when they're sad, you it's a problem. When they're happy, it's a problem. Why do, why do you even exist? Like, in this world... Does she ever, like, actually have to psychoanalyze anyone? And are, is her opinion, like, Probably. taken seriously? I think she's ever? a liberal, Obviously like, annoying liberal judges and, and psychologists who always say, it's not society, it's not the people's fault, it's society's fault for uh, giving us bad... But, uh, like, who in this world would ever listen to her? I think it's a joke because he's just, <laughs> all, no one listens to her. Like, she's supposed to be, like, the norm, only normal person. This isn't a sustainable world, Ryan. We don't need to think about... Yeah, it's not. It's just, like, in it's... a pure capitalist world, if she's offering a service nobody wants, how does she have a job? <laughs> I, I, don't I, don't think I don't think Pat Mills is, like, trying to be like, how can I logically have realistic characters in this Because she's rich. Her family's rich. Oh, okay. Yeah, how, how okay. could Kron... Yeah, this, it's, just, it's too real. It's too crazy. <laughs> Exactly. It, it is, the world is just a little too crazy to try to yeah, analyze anything. But, so, speaking of, uh, Fear Master's assistant tries to run yep. away, and they catch her, the hoof, head, hoof guy catches her, and he's like, oh, he tried to run away, and he, he's like, take my glove off. <laughs> and like, like Sly said before, uh, the glove is like this weird, like, it's like, it's covered in like growths, like worms, yeah, like or like... I'm not sure. It looks kind of like something from like the last. Or the hand maybe. looks like it has like cilia, like a paramecium or something. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it turns her leg into like bone or something. Yeah, she can't run now. Um, and then we're back at the police station, and they're talking about oh, some VR junkie. Uh, you know, the one from the beginning of the issue. Uh, you know, she thought she was flying and jumped off a bridge and killed herself. And Jake's like, "What?" <laughs> the very thing. I, I want to say like her. the art in these these books, like we criticized it. And the artist hit or miss for the most part, but I do want to say the artist, he nails Jake's expressions. Yeah. <laughs> I will yeah. compare it to basically, like if they had a movie of Punch 2009, they have to get Matthew uh, Fox from Lost to do it. Because this is like Jack face, like the weirdest fucking faces on his fucking face, like all the time. And like whenever, whenever, like when he finds out the VR junkie, he's like so mad, like, oh my God. And yeah. then like, and then, but then he realized Carrie's watching him and she's suspicious he's a Punisher. So he like molds his face to be happy. He's like, "Oh yeah, it's no big deal. I'm mean, she's nobody. She's not a client of ours. I don't care at all." <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty great. How he realizes immediately, like she's not a subscriber, so like what? she's a nobody, and who cares if nobody? Does? <laughs> yeah. This is this is such a crazy story too, because since she's like imagining stuff, she jumps off of an overpass, and it's like, okay, she's already dead there. But no, she has to get hit by a train <laughs> <truck>. too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I think we brushed over that line that Phil just said. It is so good. She's a nobody, and who? How is it a problem when nobody dies? It's awesome. <laughs> I, I like that a lot, actually. And like, I'm not. I'm not even reading the comic. I remember that from yeah. yesterday when I read it. Like, and, and they're and they're all and they're all like making jokes. All the police officers are like, "New Jersey overpass. I guess it really is a tough uh, bridge to pass." Ha ha ha. <laughs> And he's just sitting there, like, fuming. And then it's when he goes back to his, his prison, and he's like, guess what? I've changed your sentence from 20 years yeah, to Yeah, the death. drug peddler that gave her the VR stuff. And, and he sends him to the molecular disintegration chair, and he's like, it'll be a quick death. And he's like, this actually was kind of disturbing to me. Uh, he was <laughs> like, he's like, you know, what, ha what the new research says is when the brain's about to die, it stretches out that last second for eternity. So as you're being disintegrated, your last moment of, of feeling everything inside you being disintegrated and melted, that's going to be your experience for the rest of eternity. And he's like, what will, you, what will, your, what will your death, what, what will it feel like for you? Will it be a quick death or eternal punishment? <laughs> <laughs> and then he zaps him and I was like, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it is up. pretty warped. Like, 
Like, just thinking about that concept, I was like, this is pretty No, yeah, I was thinking about that he retroactively changed this guy's sentence for, like, a crime. <laughs> a crime he's not 100%, like, guilty of. Like, when someone ODs, is it the drug dealer's fault kind of a thing? Well, dr- drug dealers are pieces of shit. Like, <laughs> like, they usually, like, purposely lace their shit and stuff to make their people more addicted. Like. And also, this is a thing. If somebody's, like, in the hospital and someone's on, like, charged with, like let's say reckless endangerment or manslaughter and then mm. they like or at reckless endangerment and then like the person dies in the hospital their charges are increased hmm. yeah it's true yeah but is it 100 percent his fault when she was buying it for herself to go into that state knowing that she would never want to come out but the point is like he's he, like i said drug dealers they purposely get people hooked we don't know enough about this guy's <laughs> motivations to answer that question it doesn't matter his motivation he 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 knows she's gonna fucking yeah. die from it and he lets her do it no, he, not, he doesn't let her do it. He profits off it. Hey, like, he takes her deed. Like, she's selling, she's selling him as a deed to her, her fucking parents' yeah. house. Also, we're debating he profits the fucking off logic of, it. of this when the point is he's a bad guy. He's supposed to die. That's, that's the fucking <laughs> logic you need. Because that and was my the, problem reading this. Is I, can't, I can't sit there and be like, this is such a silly story that it's fine. Because it keeps saying things about our criminal justice But it's so, there's such absurd sentences to say. No. It's a fucking... Uh, uh, Larry Larry mindset to like a, a maximum, like it's absurd. He's right. Drug dealers should be molecularly. <laughs> I I agree with Punisher. I've I've completely gone over to capital punishment should be yeah. always for every crime. Always. Jake Gallows is yeah. Jeff Sessions' favorite superhero. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No matter the crime, molecular disintegration. <laughs> so then we go to uh, the next issue, and it's Heroes Day, and people are um dressing up as the superheroes of the past. This is kind of fun, by the way, I just want to point out it's a fun issue just to see all the different costumes, because they're all, like, superhero costumes, but they're all, like, cosplay. So yeah. you have people, like, wearing yeah. Wolverine, but they're wearing, like, a t-shirt instead of, like, Wolverine's costume. So yeah. I always find this issue just fun to look at. Yeah. He's thinking, like, am I really, like, am I a hero for blocking people in this fucking basement? <laughs> and, then... and the people in the basement are like, no, you're not. You're a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, let me out, <laughs> slime. <laughs> Oh no, he calls them slime. Excuse me. One of the prisoners is like, uh, he jams his food machine, tricks Punisher to get in there. Uh, he attacks Punisher. He gets his ass kicked by Punisher, but it's all according to Kaiku because while he was getting his ass kicked, he he stole a yeah, nail. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yes, I got my nail. I'm glad that this is a future society where everything's like held by lasers and everything, but they still like <laughs> have a plank with a rusty nail in it. Yeah. Well, it's Punisher's old lab. Oh, that's true. That's true. Also, like that the criminals are like, let us have some visitors, man. And he's like, scum, like you don't have friends. Not knowing anything about their life. <laughs> and one guy's like, what about my girlfriend? And he's like, your girlfriend's getting fucked by somebody else. You yeah. <laughs> that's that's that yeah. It's like, Jesus, man. They're already in here for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So you thought Punisher was too soft on these guys? Or too hard on these guys? Yeah. <laughs> no way. Well, actually, ironically, <laughs> we'll get into it later. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then... Um, we learned that Multifractor, who works for Fear Master... Multifractor uh, is the, the hoof guy. He's yeah. America's so favorite they... blitzball player or whatever. Grandpa, <laughs> 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 right. They, uh, they're moving into... Um, the, the, so the Heroes Day parade is happening in Barrio Man's... Who the uh, fuck is Barrio Man? <laughs> I, think, I think he's a representative of this community. I think that's the idea. Like, he is. He, and they're like a nice... They're like they're actually some of the only like normal human beings, which is... They're really out of place yeah. here. Yeah. Like, it's really, honestly, like, very mm-hmm. jarring that they're Where here. Where they're like, when Punisher shows up, he's like, I'm going to start killing people. They're like, we can't condone that. Yeah, please don't <laughs> yeah. kill people around us. Like, And so 
uh, multifractors like we're gonna move in and bulldoze. We want their we want their land to put up apartment complexes or something. So we're gonna while they're celebrating, we're gonna go in and kill them and displace them. And the police aren't gonna help because they're funded by them or something. Uh, or no, because they're not the clients. Are, they're they're not funded to protect poor people. So yeah, they're not they're not clients. Yeah, and also, of, of by the, police, the way, so. like as as you're learning about this. The police are actually like, that's really clever attacking them while it's a holiday. So, really yeah. so that's really smart of them. Good job, Multifractor. Uh, kudos. There was no like sympathy or empathy, like, oh no, these poor people. It's just like, wow, those guys are so smart. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, that's what's the craziest thing. Is like, that's why I said they're not like normal humans, because even if like legally they had no re- recourse or whatever, they're not even like, we feel really bad, we can't help. They're like, somebody would feel bad. It's a whole team. This like, ob- they're like this completely objective capitalism <laughs> yeah. that's like, uh, p- profitably, that is, that makes makes the most sense so human life is worth well dollars. you didn't pay for us so we don't yeah. care so uh punisher shows up and he's like you guys gotta get out of here and i'm gonna stop multi-factor and they're like we don't condone killing marvel heroes of, of the old days didn't kill <laughs> people that barrier man is like like we say he's a custom superhero but he looks like he looks like i don't know he's, like, he's just fat <laughs> he's just really fat exactly he's like he's like a fat batman he's like no, fat no, and no, short and yeah. stocky and no, yeah. no, a bad, bad fat batman without no about any uh, horns yeah. kind of yeah, yeah. So the multifractor shows up and he's like, "Got him! I'm gonna kill you guys!" And then Barrier Man tries to talk uh, to him and he's like, "You shouldn't be evil." And then they attach this device to him. He really does. That, like, just, just, please go away. It, it, it just crushes his or like muscles. What it does, it's supposed to augment your your muscle movements or whatever. So each step and it does it you take is double, which somehow makes him launch across the city and splat into a wall. Well, it's funny because yeah. when he first put on, I'm like, this is such a comic book thing. Like, every step you take, it's doubled, but then it's such a 90s resolution where you fly into a wall and die. <laughs> and he lands right in front of Punisher, and Punisher's like, it's payback time. And he takes out his gun, so machine going down, so he's machine going down the entire... I like mercenary saying, come and get it, dirt wads. It's a splash page that where he's saying, come and get it, dirt wads. And he's pointing his gun to the left, but there's lasers shooting from it in all directions. It just looks yeah. really I think it's supposed to be the motion. No, but his, no, but other times swing. they have it like it. he's moving it. In this, it's just like late, like beams are coming from his gun. Action beams. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I love that Barrio Man at the beginning of the issue made him question. He's like, am I really a hero for killing all these people? And then Barrio Man dies and he's like, it seems I am in fact the <laughs> Hero here, <laughs> and then he kills everyone but Multifractor. And then the, the people are like, "Please don't kill Multifractor. No more violence." Legacy a- hero. There's a new Barrio Man. <laughs> yeah, Barrio Man shows up and they're like, "What? I thought you were dead." He's like, "I told you. I, I'm the spirit of the community. I can never die." And he's like, oh, "I didn't realize you meant that." Way. <laughs> and then, uh, then they're talking to him and they're like, "You know, killing people is still bad." And I'm like, "This is a stupid comic. Like, he should have killed those people. He should have killed Multifractor." Well, that's, that's These what people he says. Are he says, scum. "I apologize, Punisher. After all, many more would have died." today but for you we are grateful but please leave us because yes to still be like a marvel wimp being like we can't condone violence i'm sorry you gotta go but we would have yeah, died it's, it's like that you. batman <laughs> thing we talked about for like a while ago where it's like oh i have to let joker live it's like you're he is scum <laughs> he needs to fucking die <laughs> it's, it's like the, it's like the regular puncher argument you know between puncher and luke cage puncher and spider-man puncher and daredevil but take it to a million where people are so ca- <laughs> so useless the regular superheroes are now so useless yeah. just regular people in fucking costumes and not even have power yeah that's the if thing I, is in today's world we can make an argument like is a vigilante ever justified yeah. in killing somebody where batman's usually like i'll let the system handle it and superheroes like now are like they'll go to court or whatever and like you could make an argument about the corruption of the justice system today, a very valid argument, but in this world, there is no justice system. It's so yeah. non-existent that, like, you have to take the law into your own hands. 
That's why when those people are like, just let, like, what? So, like, let us fucking die. Again, right? just, you should be wiped out of the fucking gene pool. Yeah. Whoa, Phil. Whoa. All right, that's it. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm going to be like that gene supremacist from the first issue. <laughs> gene supremacist. D-gens. Phil may be, out, may be a bit over the top, but he's technically not against the law. That's true. He is lawful. Okay, so issue five starts with the prisoner with the nail staging a prison break and everyone escapes. And then they try to fry Matt, but the electric chair has this, uh, has a, like, failsafe that anyone who tries to use it that's not the Punisher, get it turns to them and disintegrates them. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's such a fucking great failsafe. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, yeah, of course it's dumb. This whole thing is dumb. That's what makes it great. Yeah. And then, and then they're like, oh, well, like, we still have lots of guns. We're gonna kill you. And Jake's like, all oh, your guns have the same failsafe. If you try to shoot me, it'll, the Guns will shoot you somehow. Yeah, and then he goes up to one of them and puts his forehead to the gun and says, Stuart, come on, dog breath, shoot me. Yeah, Stuart, just come here, come here now, you fucking piece of shit. And the funny thing is, they all bu- not only do they all buy his bluff, because he's bluffing, the guns actually still work. Not only do they buy his bluff, but they see he's so crazy, he looks so fucking crazy with his eyes bulging out, that they're all like, I don't even feel like taking on one-on-one anymore. Like, the whole crowd of them, they could have probably taken the punisher if they all ganged up on him, but so they all just give up and, and go back to their cells. They go back to- Yeah, they're like, can you lock us back up? Yeah. And then, and Duke is the only one that doesn't survive. The guy who staged the whole prison break. And Punisher just beats the shit out of him. He's like, he shoots at him. Duke shoots at him. And the gun works. But he's like, oh, I was bluffing. Your gun works. You're just a shit. You just have a shit shot. And then he beats the hell out of him. This is why I didn't understand. Because he beats him up. And then he goes and locks him back up into his cell. And this is where I was like, he's too hard on them. And at the same time, attempted murder on the Punisher doesn't earn this guy death. Yeah, his 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 justice system is pretty arbitrary. Well, no, but the, remember, remember, the laser only works once a week, and it yeah, was just wait, used. Wait for but he could he could execute him any other yeah, way. Yeah, he shoots he so good. other people in the head. He does have kind of like a whimsical sense of, of what yeah, and exact this guy justice staged is. To like. break out, this guy has broken out before. This guy's the, your most dangerous inmate. I, th- I think it's also a statement <laughs> of like, uh, because uh, like we act like this electric chair is so much more civil than just taking a gun and shooting somebody. Like we're so much more fucking. Yeah. No, but I think Daryl's pointing at the fact that like not just what you're do, how you're doing it. Like the fact that the punishment for the drug dealer is. I, I, death, I get that, but that's but also this guy, stupid, uh, like uh, punishes is even like in this crazy world, he's still like. Uh, like a, a fucking crazy guy like he's a fucking man. yeah he's still a crazy yeah. guy that's the thing is when he feels like it he got mad about the VR girl dying yeah. so he's like you get death <laughs> that's it <laughs> so while he's beating the shit out of Duke Kerry the psychologist arrives and this seems she wanted to do a surprise checkup to make sure he wasn't yeah and sure. she even says like part, she says to herself out loud part of my job that's really important is the is the habit breaking surprise check in to catch people off guard and to see what they're really like and then, so she goes in there, and Punisher's like really sweaty. And she's like, Why are you so sweaty? He's like, Oh, I was just working out on a punching bag. Yeah. I, I'm in super good shape, or whatever. Well, by the way, Duke is in, by the way, Duke is in the cell bleeding to death, and he's like, Please yeah. help me. I need a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and in the basement, she, she's like, What are those fucking noises? It's like thud, wax, crack, break. And he's like, Oh, it's just punching bag down there, you know? <laughs> and then she's like, I'm pretty sure you're the Punisher. And he's like, yeah, I'm the Punisher. I killed my whole family. He doesn't even say like that. He starts out saying, 
uh, like I love my like tell me about your parents please tell me tell me about yourself and he's like I love my mom that's why dad had to die see I'm a punisher I had to kill him I had to punish my dad I had to kill everyone and he gets the like the crazy yeah, wide and he's eyes like, see I am the punisher well, I was just I was just killing I was killing people in my cage in my basement see I love killing people in my cages I have a death chair I have all these crazy things I love killing people and she's like oh you're, you're, you're just fucking with me now stop it Jake and Jake's like of course I'm fucking with you I'm not the punisher that's so silly ha huh? and well he's trying to say like I'm obviously emotionally hurt yeah. Uh, but I'm not the Punisher like you want me to be, yeah. even though he is. Yeah, I'm just trying to hold my life together. And then, yeah, and then apparently that's enough for her. She's like, how could I be so silly and wrong? <laughs> and then it cuts to Fear Master where every woman who's ever worked for him, he's turned into a beautiful statue. Yeah. And, there, and he has like a museum where they all have like clever names, like silver lining for the one that always tried to be the optimist in his terrible world or whatever. <laughs> and then he demands... That uh, multi-fractor tracks down the Punisher. And so Jake, basically Wile E. Coyote's here and tricks mul- oh, yeah, multi-fractor <laughs> into crashing into a holographic wall. No, then... multi-fractor <laughs> knows it's a holographic wall because it just came out of nowhere, but the driver doesn't. And he swerves the car and crashes it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's reverse Wile E. Coyote. Yeah, it's reverse Wile E. Coyote. And then he kills the driver. And now it's time for the final face-off. So, the way they fight in issue 6 is so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it is ridiculous. This whole issue is ridiculous. So, basically, Multifractor is like Midnighter, where he has, like, this computer in his head that lets him, like, run every fight ahead of time. And Punisher is losing this fight, but... Well, because Punisher's wearing an exosuit that fights for him. Yeah. <laughs> he downloaded all martial arts data into yeah, it. So and and since, since Multifractor has a computer brain, he's like, I actually have that data in my head as well. So, every suit... Every every move your suit knows, I also know. So then Matt has the brilliant idea to download Multifractor's like blitzball skills into his suit. But he he uses it. He he gives it to him. He downloads it via an optical drive. <laughs> Which I just I really like this idea understand. that everything's digital. But then he has to use like uh, a disc. Well, Pat Mills yeah. wasn't, wasn't imagined to imagine a world without our fucking CDs. It, it, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He wasn't imagined enough to imagine our This was 1993, day. so. Yeah. An 800-mile-per-hour yeah. motorcycle that doesn't affect anything, but, like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, so. Well, because that's just, that's just motorcycles that we know going faster. <laughs> yeah. Imagining Wi-Fi is Imagine, crazy. I'm just imagining better CDs. Imagine no CDs. Right? <laughs> yeah. you're, taking this, so, you're taking this future concept too they far. They are mini discs for what it's worth. This is, like... Ten years ahead so it's of like, the GameCube. Yeah, it's exactly. It's like early 2000s. <laughs> but, it, you know, with the fact that this is the early 90s, like, I get it. So he's kicking the shit out of Multifractor while the police show up. Oh, and he's like, oh, thank God. God. He's like, take him away, boys. And the police are like, shocking twist. They say, looks like we, we got here just in time. Yeah, we like the bad guy, too. And then they all pull out their gun and point it at the Punisher and go, win. Yeah. <laughs> and they give uh, Multifactor this thing that overdrives his suit and makes him go like super, super fast. Yeah. Yeah. And super strong. Like they just brought this to him. There we go. So the Punisher uh, uses. So then he's like, I don't know what to do. And then he uses the uh, the overloading thing that they killed Barrio Man with, attaches a Multifractor. Multifractor like explodes or some shit. But, but, but by the way, when, uh, when Multifractor is being shot up on the shirt, like with his new hyperform. It's like it's more. It's, go back to Wild Coyote and shit like that. It's like the way he beats him. It's like it's like a cartoon. You know when they throwing like a like uh, you know the dog from like Sylvester and Tweety was swings Sylvester so fast it's like a, a blur of motion. That's how he yeah. punch around. That there's multiple yeah. images of him in a circle. Yeah. Yeah. So then Multifractor is killed, and then the police open fire on Jake, and Jake jumps away. And this is this is I think the scene that lost Daryl and I. Yeah. <laughs> 
So he's like in the he's like in the bleachers of the stadium that they're fighting in, and he pulls his gun on the police officer. He's like, I can't kill them, even though they're corrupt cops and super. I'll let them evil. kill me. He says, he's like, I'll let them kill me. Instead. I'd rather let them kill me than be a cop killer. Even though, like, through any measure, these are not cops. They're corrupt, like <laughs> yeah, evil they're... corporate pieces of shit. But he says, can't he can't shoot the uniform that I've worn and my father and brother before me. And I understand, like, the internal struggle of being, like, if I make the jump to kill these people, I have to not just wage war on crime, but the entire system the society's mm-hmm. built on. But that's not but here at just, all. It's just, they're <laughs> cops. Especially... Cops are... Yeah. I love cops. Jake's not a complicated person. He's just like, <laughs> I'm a cop. Cops are good. Yeah. Like, I, 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 even though, like, we talked about how people couldn't live in this world. Like, in the beginning, they, the, one of the comments in the beginning was that Matt was telling him... Jake, the system is shit. Like, you need to, like, fucking be the punisher. And Jake's like, no, it can't be. The cops are good. Like, Jake's being, like, forced into this reality just because his family got killed. Like, he's 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 pretty much an oblivious, like, system worshiper uh, that is, like, only doing this because he's, he's mad well, his family got it's killed. It's really weird that he's, yeah. like, the justice system is messed up, but the legislative part of it, or, like, the executive yeah, like, is fine. Uh, the, exec- the, the enforcement. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's yeah. cool. It's just, it's... the. There's not enough, like, um... You know, blame the, blame the lawmakers. Like, you know, it's just like the old conservative town. You never blame the cops. You blame <laughs> yeah. the judges and the stuff for fucking up the law. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. It's also weird that these cops are obviously, like... They literally said, we want the bad guys to <laughs> yeah. win. So, obviously, they're not they're not at this point even enforcing law. They are obviously, like, their, their, their loyalty does not lie with law. <laughs> yeah. It lies with, yeah. with yeah. bad people. So, Matt overrides his suit and makes Jake kill all these cops. And he's like, I've done it. I'm a cop killer now. It's like, I've gone against okay. everything I used to believe. It's like, no, you haven't. <laughs> I, I, I was so morally before and upright before this. I was I don't know if this is the break. Yeah, as if these guys weren't scum too. Like all of these people are scum and deserve to die. And my favorite is they do like they do like all red lighting on his face and they have the skulls in his eyes and he goes, I'm a cop killer. Yeah. What would Barrio Man think of me now? And it's just, it's ridiculous. And then we just get some epilogue, epilogue where Fear Master can de-age people. Also, he's an interesting thing. Like, he's a member of a church, which is another thing that modern comics even don't get into that much. If you have people with superpowers, like... He's basically uh, like a scamming televangelist. Yeah, yeah but he, he actually has the power to de-age people. And he yeah. purposely makes people de-age only temporarily so he keep, they can keep paying money. And so he can bang them. <laughs> Yeah, he's so evil yeah. that he turns this, uh, like, old haggard woman into this, like, hot babe. And she's like, how will I repay you? And he's like, come back to my hotel room, and, and I'll just bang you. And then he turns to his guy, and he's like, don't worry, in five years her body will reject it, and she'll either have to do everything I say or she'll die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty great plan, actually. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. If, if your master is uh, Phil's role model. Fucking works yeah. every time. Jake Gow's my role model if your master is Phil's role Now we have to duke it out. <laughs> I just want out of this universe. So speaking of that, <laughs> it's over now. Yeah. I, I think the, the cop killer stuff kind of was weird for me too, but at the same time, like maybe we can accept the idea of going against cops more than someone could in the that's early true. 90s. That's true. Like, yeah, that's a good point. That that's we, a good point. There is a lot more counterculture when it comes to law enforcement today. That's so true. like, even though you're like, I most of the time I support them, I can still see flaws. Where back then, it's like, no. especially in comic books. Yeah, like I was thinking this is very clever, but it's even more clever thing about. Uh, Jake is pretty much like the '90s white guy who's like cops are always good, and then uh, now I brought these these I killed these these innocent defenseless cops. What a monster I am! <laughs> that were trying to shoot at me. I, I think that's one of the small things I don't like about it is that it makes Matt forces him to do it rather than Jake trying to be like I need to live more. 
Because he was like, I'm going to lay down my life for the cops. It's like, oh. Like, it would have been more interesting for him to be like, well, now I've gone too far. I think it's kind of funny that, that Matt, I think it's even funny that Jake was willing to die for the cops. And it's only because Matt was actually smart <laughs> that he was able to fucking survive. Yeah, it's not like Jake's a clever Yeah, he's not really smart at all. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's just, a, he, like, Jake, like you said before, is is a manic guy obsessed with his concept of justice and it's awesome to watch but he's not like he's not like clever or he's not deep he's just like yeah. fuck criminals yeah his, his way to his way to fool the psychologist was to announce that he is the punisher and hope that- <laughs> I, I, I want to say because uh, Daryl was reading this and he's like this is my second Puncher comic I've ever read, and it's so confusing. Like, what does the Puncher stand for? Yeah. This is not the comic you read to figure out what the Puncher yeah, stands yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, so I was just wrong. This is what you read to see the Puncher. Yeah, this Puncher, this is not, like, uh, we should actually do Puncher, like, other uh, moral questions with the Puncher comics uh, pretty soon, but this is a comic you want to read if you want to see the Puncher parody the fuck to hell. I think one of my problems yeah. reading it is that I felt like because I haven't read a lot of Punisher, and this was really crazy, but it wasn't crazy enough to feel like satire to me as much as it was just like a, a hyper, you know, like violent, hyper masculine type of universe. I disagree. I think it was crazy enough for me. Yeah, I think it's crazy enough. Also, I kind of felt the same way when Sly was talking about, what was that shitty comic we read? The authority, yeah, yeah, yeah. How it's like, it's cathartic to watch justice served even by assholes. I felt that way about this one. Even though it was satire, I'm like, I, I do want these people to die, though. And I'm glad Punisher has that power bat <laughs> set to titanium so that he, he can, he can when these people are dropping children off buildings, he can go beat yeah, them. Yeah, it's, it's still uh, in a, like, just like Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd is still an overtop, like, law and order is good, good. Crush these fucking people's scum's head in. Uh, but that makes it, it's entertaining, but, like, uh, that it's also... Uh, not completely uh, serious enough that it's a shitty book, just like uh, a really shitty 80s story that's taken completely seriously. Like, this is the way you should live your life. Mm-hmm. And that's like the key difference between this and a lot of other shitty uh, parodies of action movies because it's still a, a, a satisfying action story, even uh, even though it's a satire of it. Like, just like Kaijo is still a pretty good shonen, even though it's a satire of shonen. Yeah. But like Kaijo, for me, again, I. I feel like the the material and the writer in the material is too Kaijo is over the top. Like Kaijo is more, is like more of a top. It, they feel like they buy into it to the point where I'm like I'm not 100 percent convinced that they're dissociated from the message that the comic purports. If if, if there is any grounding to this, I think it's only because it has to be part of the 1099 universe. Like if it was fully Pat Mills, I think we've got even more over the top. But this still has to fit into an established. So community. wait, here's a question for all of us: Did Punisher do the right thing in these comics? <laughs> That's a good question. I think yes. Say yes because yes, definitely. What else? Like you have these people that want to murder everyone who has a family. Yeah. Fuck them. And there is no way because he went to court and just had to pay a fine that cost less than a suit. They even had, I guess, what passes for this world as like psychiatry. And he didn't have to do it because everyone that works in that field is also corrupt. Like, there's literally nothing else but he can do. But to me, it feels like what he's doing, he's, like, applying bandages to wounds rather than fixing the systemic problems. Like, he need, you need he to get it? to How the rich people this? that own these companies and stuff. He's he's working on it. He needs to kill it. all he's the black card it. holders until they decide to socialize. 
he's, he's mean, going after like uh, he does go after them more and more as the series goes on. He goes after Fearmaster. Uh, mm-hmm. They're building up to it. Like this is him at the scum level, just fighting <laughs> yeah. VR. Scum and he is fine. He's trying to find out. He says like, "Who do you work for?" I'm just. Yeah. I feel like. <laughs> Uh, this is such a liberal thing. I think you're too smart. I think you're taking too smart, Daryl. Daryl's like, I, we need to solve the systemic problems. Yeah, of he's attacking people the- that are victims of the system as well. Where I'm not like, this is awesome. It's like, okay, like, the thing is, these, like, Fear Master's still getting away with everything currently. But I guess that's why you keep reading. So, because I'm like, he needs to get Fear Master, not like these guys. So, that's the question. Would you read more of this, Daryl? Not really. <laughs> it was It was fun. Uh, it was it was fun, but like I'm not gonna read it on my own time. Phil, I would read more of this. Yes, <laughs> that's my favorite thing to hear. For whenever I I went over people to Edge Lord's side a bit. So Sly, you have read all of this? I haven't read all of it. I've read up to like issue like 25, so most of it. So I, I should finish it at some point. Yeah, I would read more of this. It's, yes. So congrats, congrats, you idiots. <laughs> Do we want to delve into more of the 2099 universe? Sure, I'd be interested in seeing the other stuff. What are you suggesting, Doom? Yeah, so uh, next week, or next episode, I always forget, we, we do bi-weekly. Uh, we're going to be coming back to this universe in a completely different view, not about uh, street scum and shit like that, but from a political angle uh, with Doctor Doom 2099. Are all the 2099s so hard to buy into? Like, as, as a believable world? Because how can you have politics in this world? <laughs> Doom doesn't. I, like, I, 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 all this is like the one that gets the most into like society super fucked up. Like uh, Doom two thousand nine. I get Doom. No, uh, society still pretty fucked up with two thousand nine. Okay, so next episode, Doom twenty ninety nine. Yeah. And do we know what we're doing yet? If anyone wants to read along, uh, one to four probably at the very least. Okay, so everyone should check that out. Cool. So we if we mentioned it a few times, but as. Daryl read through this, and Sly read through it. We were talking about it in our Discord. The link is in the show notes, because Discord, you have to, like, be invited or whatever. And there's been a lot of great things. Someone posted this morning that all of Kaijo is coming out on Blu-ray, as one box said. <laughs> and things... It's and, a good show. Yeah. <laughs> so it's also, there's, it's Kaijo, not Kaijo, guys. Come oh, on. sorry, yeah. sorry. Come on, come on. Get it right. Manga. So there's... Yes. Uh, you bugging a guy, Jin. <laughs> so everyone should join our Discord and our Facebook group, Oops, I Talk Divisive Issues, and our and just rate and review and subscribe on iTunes and all that stuff. And also check out any of the other shows on the Comrade Radio Network, like Falling in Love Montage. I was on the new episode that came out two days ago. We talked about Wonder Woman. So if you're a listener of this show, you probably saw Wonder Woman, and I like it a lot, so listen to that. Thank you all for listening to Divisive Issues. I've been increasing crime twenty percent and increasing and decreasing crime twenty percent. <laughs> I've been an alumni of the Buttface Charm School. Ah, oh, damn! <laughs> <laughs> I've been nobody, and if nobody gets hurt, there's no problem, right? And I've been preaching for more empathy because I'm dog breath. Stay in continuity. Com, independent podcasting network. Stay, uh, oops, what? What did I say? Oh, yeah, stay continuity. <laughs>